0: I am back with a full studio. I'm super, super excited for this next interview. Before we do that, we obviously got to run down all the intros. I'm Heather, your host. I'm here with Chauncey, our co-founder.
1: Hi, I'm happy to be here. You know, I only make special appearances once in a blue moon, so it's rare for (laughs) me to be here. But today I get to be part of this wonderful podcast with the one and only Heather McMahon. Please introduce yourself
2: Please tell how great you are. I'm so excited oh, to have you. I love this. Um, hi, I'm Heather McMahon. I'm a comedian, an actor, a <laughs> philanthropist, a producer, a fashionista, a maxinista. I am basically crushing life right now. You do, it
0: all. Bitch. Yeah. you do it all I do it all. do it all Okay. Yeah,
2: my, my roots are currently very uh, dark and I need to bleach them but you know um, we are doing the most I have sweat through my sweatpants today I've already been to physical therapy that's where I'm at emotionally and mentally and physically in my life
0: you know what it's called I, we Monday love that. for a reason yeah
2: <laughs> you got your drinks you got your coffee yep. your
1: water I got my Celsius Heather's the healthy one with just water probably you know, I got tea I
0: got tea going oh. my throat's a little Store, so i got mm-hmm. a little girl coat tea happening
1: so right now we're ready but no i am so excited to like meet you like i saw this email the day after i watched her special and i was like oh, oh heather i'm inviting myself to this podcast
0: <laughs> she <laughs> legit oh. sent me a screenshot she's like i'm coming <laughs> i love it i I love
1: I would, it
2: the more the merrier but
1: i saw i saw a tiktok video which is your therapist tiktok yeah. from your podcast from the podcast like so yeah. i was like Listening, i was on tiktok and i saw it was on the today show and you're with uh-huh. Issa ray and they're interviewing you and i was like this oh i've seen her comedy special on netflix let me just like go look it up right right laughed my ass off the whole time I love that. You and your mom are fucking hilarious <laughs> okay i relate to you in so many ways so like the next day i'm checking our email box and i was like wait what i was like wait i know wait I, heather i'm coming <laughs> like i was like heather and heather i'm gonna be there like let my ass
2: just stop in for like a good 30 minutes please so I love yes that. Oh, well, listen, I'm <laughs> honored that you watch, and I'm honored to be here. I mean, we're slaying. You know what I mean? We are slaying.
0: <laughs> we are slay on a Monday, even though we've sweat through our sweatpants. Yeah, I'm over here with a little bit of a sore throat. Chauncey mm-hmm. saying, you know, screw work. I'm just gonna be over here for like Sunday. the computer's
1: right there. My job is there. Like it's there <laughs> on lunch, but I was like, I will have to show up. I'll put a bra on for this, like a real, I like, you know. Mm-hmm. A, a good support
2: one like a good non brawler like you know a good one i have i have a no support bra on right now but I, I love that like, i'm like i'm at home so i'm just letting the titties out they, they I, bre- you know, no let cares. them out okay yeah.
1: mm-hmm. it is breast cancer awareness month guys okay let those titties be free let the titties be free <laughs> okay but no like i'm just so excited to have you on our podcast like I was telling Heather I related to you so much in the podcast about being the, the strong one in the family the man yeah. of the family yeah, yeah. The I mean, had, right <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah su- that's us <laughs> there's always I feel like especially when they're sisters like I grew up yes. my older sister is like so adorable so petite she's tiny and granted I'm sure she gets annoyed that I'm always like oh you're little you're so little right <laughs> but I was the like the kid where in the fourth grade I was already shopping instead of the limited two. I was shopping at the limited you know what I mean like I I was i remember doing like jump rope for heart and like the american heart association that you had to do in pe and they would do those weigh-ins like the presidential weigh-in and i was already over 100 pounds in like the third grade and i remember my teacher would always weigh me like in the corner she's like we don't have to tell anybody your weight and i was like i never realized you know how what a powerful large child i was like i just embraced it but my parents were always having me move you know um an armoire uh, a baby grand piano yes. the couch I would, I would carry rugs up and down the stairs for my mom who was constantly redecorating. I yeah. did all the work that a son, a 18 year old son would have done, but I did it at, in like the fourth grade. And the, the, the <laughs> thing
1: is like the jump for heart thing. And like, I think I blocked that out my memory that I remember those yeah. years, like second, third grade, but I'm the oldest. So my sister's the youngest and she's like, they're like, you know, like. She's she is not the one who takes care of business in the house. So I'm up here building beds. Yeah, I'm moving TVs. Like I think my dad was like this. My mom was like this.
2: We got. She's good. She struck at that she's good, good back. back. She got that good back. I you I know I laugh about I, I laugh about this with some friends because like my parents like moved me into the dorm in college and then I moved myself out like yeah. literally just putting the new <laughs> fridge in the back of my car and I remember everybody's parents showed up to like move them out of the dorms. I was like no no I th- my parents was like you got it. Now, meanwhile, my sister, who's almost 40, and I love her, but we'll still like help her move. You know what I mean? I'm like, nobody helped me do shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) I
1: moved myself out the dorm. I moved my sister in her dorm out her dorm. Mm -hmm. And I was just like up there running, running, uh, running amok. I was, I can, I moved this out of our apartments to Mm -hmm. other apartments. I could move myself instantaneously this day. You're
2: moving in two weeks. Yeah. I'm about to move my own self (laughs) out. Yeah. And you don't even think to ask for help because, and that is something that I struggle with now um and like other aspects of my professional career because I'm like no I know how to do it because I was the kid where my parents were just like Heather will do it you will mm. do it you'll move it and it's not just physical stuff but it was like Everything. always just like I, I'm gonna do it it's fine and so I really have I have moments where I'm like no I'm going to delegate like delegating and asking other people to do shit is so hard for me and my girlfriend Tina who's my right hand gal and helps me run my company she's like Tell me what you need, you stupid bitch. You
1: know? <laughs> this sounds familiar, Heather. This sounds very familiar. Kelsey this It like
0: literally boba. does the same thing. Because but I will say that we both check each other because sometimes we both get like real tunnel vision. Cause we're both the very uh capable ones. You know what, yeah. what I mean? It's like we just we just do. We yeah. do it. We know what we're doing, we know how to do it, and you know, we're pulling 20 plus hour days and we probably shouldn't. You know, that kind of things. And so we'll get tunnel vision. And then, I- yeah, Nancy pops in. And she's like, Heather, what do you need? Yeah. What you need me to do. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. I mean, I'm doing it again, aren't I? Um, and then i but women to- in okay, general, that's what
2: we all do. Women in general, we, we, I feel like we're so good at balancing so many balls in the air. Like, I mean, I'm the poster child for ADHD, but when I really think about it, like when I do more studies on like genders, I'm like, Okay no women are I think all ADHD because we're constantly have 65 things going on at once right where men can only have tunnel vision on one thing.
0: yeah that's all they can do. You know what yeah. I read somewhere that like women's brains operate like tabs on computers yeah. we just got five billion open all the time at all mm-hmm.
2: times. Yeah. And then I see that the videos of like young moms on TikTok or Instagram and they always talk about like the mental load on a woman. And I'm like, that is the best way to describe it. It because is. You're unable to tell somebody else what you need, but you it's just the mental load on a woman sometimes. You're like, God, I have too many tabs open. I need to, yes. you know, for control alt delete, delete. and just like turn Can't. my brain off and go watch the housewives and talk to no one. Wait, you said Housewives, mm-hmm.
0: and just like that, that is Chauncey's. Um,
2: yeah, his, his my
1: cube has role. kicked in. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Heather, proceed with the interview because the Housewives we can do all day. I'm an avid fan.
0: I feel like with okay, we can definitely talk about the Housewives because we Chauncey's have to been aching about the Housewives. Like, that first like her jam. But I really want to dive into your Netflix special. We talked yes. a little bit about like your theme of like. Being like the son I never had and all that kind of stuff, which is hilarious, and I definitely think Chauncey relates to. But I love your like Chauncey mentioned your relationship with your mother is hilarious, and Chauncey and I both have a huge relationship like with our mothers, and it's that kind of relationship where we're almost same like relationship in a way?
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this looks familiar. This is creepy. Like this is my mom and yeah.
2: I. Yeah, my mo- I'm in my my I'm in the basement right now. My mom's in her art studio across the hall, and it's like. You know, my mom and I have this great relationship because we really, I always say, do you remember the late, great Joan Rivers? Yes, I, the, I say, the icon. Uh, the icon. She's the reason why she, I got By the way comedy. she came in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I always say that like my relationship with my mom is we're like Joan and Melissa Rivers, but we're both Joan. You know what I mean? We're both fighting for the spotlight.
1: (laughs) But I love it though. That's how I think that's the best kind of mother-daughter relationships, to be honest with you. And I love like the beginning of your Netflix special, uh, you and your mom, and it was like a serious moment. And she's just like, come on now, I'm I'm ready to eat.
2: Yeah, exactly. That sounds like my mom. Like, let's go. People get so upset when I don't bring my mom to every show, like- Um, like I was just in Houston this weekend and they're like where's your mom I'm like you guys don't understand my mom will not schlep on the road like tour life is not glamorous I love what I do it's the best job in the world but I'm not at the status yet where I'm flying on a private jet and having lobsters served me backstage I am usually eating a taco out of a paper bag over a trash can before before I'm like packing up my bags to go to the next spot like it's still very much so like Oh my God. Can you tell
0: us a little bit of behind the scenes stuff? Because I feel like as people who are consumers of your content, Mm -hmm. we see, we see the 10% that you show us, right? Mm -hmm. Right. What's the other part? (laughs) I mean, the other part
2: is in the last two weeks I've been in, I was in LA, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Jackson, Mississippi, New York city, Toronto, St. Louis, Houston. And now I'm back. So in the last two weeks, wow. I've been in eight different cities and, uh, uh, you know, two countries.
1: Well, your skin looks great.
2: Okay? For someone who's been you. traveling, okay. the skin looks
1: mm-hmm. great. The nails are looking late. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't you. do
2: that. Mm-mm. But it's, um, it's, it's a grind. It's a hustle. I mean, being on the road is really gnarly. And listen, it, doing live comedy is the greatest job in the world. That's my dream. But it, it it's funny when people, young girls sometimes will ask them, like, Heather, I want to get into comedy. I'm like, try do it on the Instagrams, but if you ever wanted to translate, like it's, it takes a very, uh, sick person in the brain to want to be in clubs and be in theaters and like do yes. that right. Cause it's not glamorous, you know, no. but it, it's amazing. And I love it, but dude, I, I, I saw my physical therapist. That was the first appointment I had this morning. And she's like, your quads look like shit. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're like locked up. I have sciatica. Oh, thanks thanks yeah, thanks thank you
0: thank, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it I appreciate mm-hmm. it but yeah. no the obvious over but, here. but your
1: comedy special is just so relatable like I was watching it and I was like everything you're saying is something I can relate to mm-hmm. and like and I love how you use your personal life and there's moments that are like you know sad mm-hmm. but they're like but you, you use a sense of humor that me and Heather use. it's just like you mm-hmm. kind of make a joke out of it yeah and it's a coping mechanism like and I was I was like this yeah, why didn't Chloe Kardashian tell us that she was losing weight? I'm going <laughs> lost weight with her. And you're talking about your dad and how your mom I put him in the urn. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like there's certain I feel, things. I feel like it's just such practical humor that, like, people are like, well, they know it's, it's just the shit you think you don't necessarily say, but it's yeah. the shit we say. So, <laughs> you're right that your is, own.
2: yeah, that it's always been my style of humor. It's just I'm, I'm voicing what I feel like a lot of other women have been yes. feeling. Because I mean, my whole thing with like my emergency weight bit, I'm like, okay, so I got really fat during the pandemic, and I've always been a heavier girl. And then on top of that, like Adele and Rebel Wilson and Chloe all just showed up snatched, and I was like, hi, hey, this lots. is this is a code of ethics. You're supposed to call the other chubby girls and let us know that we were apparently supposed to do some sort of intense like CrossFit <laughs> regimen that nobody told me we were doing. You know, you just feel betrayed from the other fat girls.
1: No, but you're I right. I get memo. <laughs> like and like. I like that when you're doing IVF and you're like, make a little, yeah. a little trap
2: house for it. I was crackling. I say it was a trap house though, but like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a white woman from Atlanta, but if you don't think that I know how to put I on some... <laughs> You know, some Gucci Mane. And, and I was in my kitchen and I've got all these vials of drugs. And I'm like, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, this is what it's like to be a gangster. you know <laughs> I was
1: dying. I, I knew I was like, she's about that life. She's the that I was like, yeah. oh, she knows Gucci and them. She knows uh, two chains. Honey, with the trap
2: house. <laughs> honey, if you don't think I know Waka Flocka too. Okay. <laughs> I love yeah. you. I love you. <laughs> oh, I mean, my thing with my comedy I've always... I only speak from like my point of view and my perspective, right? Mm. And I went through all these crazy things in a span of like a couple of years, you know, losing my dad, then doing the IVF. And I basically, you know, when I, when I'm on the road, I'm just like, I'm trying to talk about things that are relatable to other women. Like my current tour, I'm going to shoot another special here in like three weeks for the material that I've been doing this past year. Is all about my first year of marriage and like these observations that I've had in the first year of marriage. I've been with my husband 13 years, but now that we're congratulations.
0: finally congratulations, um, longer than Thank most you. marriages. Yeah. Yes.
2: Woo. But then but then in the first year, you're like, oh, I might be married to the zodiac killer. Like, how did I not see this coming? <laughs> how did Spool I who's this miss person? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I've been tricked for 13 years. Tricked, tricked. Like I bamboozled. I, I, bamboozled. bam-boozled. Let us hmm so it's always you know it's always just relatable stuff and then when people leave the show and it's funny when guys come to the show you know sometimes they seem like a, that they came there like you know so they had to twist their arm and then yeah. the guys have a fucking blast because they're like yeah that you're calling me out and this is the truth yes
1: <laughs> it's relatable comedy but it's like it's like Heather says everything well my head there's mm-hmm. two heathers yeah <laughs> all the heathers in the conversation <laughs> said like it's just something that you think but people don't say out loud and that's the yeah. kind of humor we have so i was up there crackling i yeah, told hello people like watch this shit right here this shit's funny as fuck like thank please. you thank you're you up, and you're up, streaming i'll I'm- 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 help you out
2: Thank you. Chauncey, you're probably one of the reasons we're in the top 10. Okay. Yeah, so I, was, I, do- I was
1: doing God's work. Okay. So I was the-
2: good.
1: We were hilarious. I like told my sister, like tell your friends. This shit's hilarious. My sister's like, that's basically you talking about yourself and making yeah. fun of people. I was like, mm.
0: <laughs> it is and what it like, is. And, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Of course.
0: Oh my gosh. So you did make mention that you're doing something out. You're do- you're getting ready to film another one. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I do want to get into a little bit, just for like the people who listen, who are very inspired by your story, you mm-hmm. as a female comedian and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Let's touch a little bit on the journey. Let's try and you know inject a little reality in here. We did yeah. to touch on for the road, uh, going on tour or whatnot, but the actual journey of it all.
2: The actual journey, okay. Tell us. Starting way back. I did. uh, My first time I did stand up was at my high school proms. I was a junior and I like roasted the senior class and I was, I was always in theater arts. I was always an actor, but I was, yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's, and I knew in that moment, I did like a 20 minute set and I roasted the senior class. And I, in that moment, which is like the most pivotal part of your life where like life could not be more awkward. You're in front of your peers. You're trying to be cool. And I did well. And I was like, Oh, okay. Now I got that itch. And I always Uh-oh. knew, I i mean, I did comedy my whole life growing up, but I always knew I wanted to lean towards standup. So I went and got a theater degree. I moved to New York after college and I started doing improv and sketch. And I would always be drawn back towards stand-up. and, you know, life kind of happened. And then I, unfortunately I talk about this in the special, my dad passed, but I moved home to Atlanta. And then I felt like my career was, you know, I was living in LA at the time. My career was on the up as though so I thought, and then it all came to a crashing halt after my dad passed very suddenly. So I had to move back to Atlanta and, you know, my family, we were all working together to figure out what our new normal was. And then I just started, I was like, okay, this can either cripple me, this can leave me depressed, or I can start talking about it in a cathartic, funny way on social media. So I started using Instagram as a way to basically do stand up um, through my Instagram stories. Totally took off like wildfire, and then it's just been, you know, bonkers ever since, which is awesome. So, you know, in a weird glass half full kind of way, this horrible thing that's happened to me has also been a blessing in that I have, I think, now a richer point of view and a richer perspective on life, you know, because I've now like really kind of been through the shits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and learned how to cope for real. (laughs) Been through the shits in quite quite a few fashions. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like you've been able to like we said turn it into something that helps you something that actually like you know it's therapeutic in a sense right Helps yeah. other
1: people too it's helping other people because well actually well, it, it helps
0: yeah and you know
2: i never realized because you know i mean listen comedy can kind of be a selfish thing right i mean i know i'm up there making other people laugh but it's really like what makes me giggle is what i choose yeah. to put in my shows <laughs> but when i started on my IVF journey and i talk uh, you know very um Uh, very candidly about uh, what I didn't know about IVF before I got into it. The overwhelming response that I got from women saying, holy shit, I'm going through IVF now. Um, You know, I I, I had a miscarriage or I had this or I had that. And I needed to see this to laugh because it was such a dark time in their life has been the most beautiful gift that could be given back to me because I'm just like, wow, it constantly reminds you, you're not doing this for selfish reasons. If I can tell these stories and make other people laugh to get them out of their own Horrible bullshit that they're going through. Then you know, let me t- take an hour out of your day and let me help you giggle because life no, is tough.
1: No, honestly, my one of my best friends, she just went through the IVF process, like mm-hmm. literally a couple weeks ago, right, Heather? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and I was just like, and I was like, you need to watch this comedy special. Show like, this. This shit is so fucking relatable. She's like, I really felt like I was making a meth lab in my in yeah. my house doing it. All the shots I was doing and stuff like that. And she said, this is the most honest description of her because she had no idea going in the detail that you have. And for myself, who's looking to IVF next year, I was like, oh, this shit is really like not as easy as it looks on Instagram. It's all cute and fun. I'm like, this shit oh, is no. fucking, this is like, I make my own little meth in the corner. So like, this is serious. I love, I love how relatable you were and I love how honest you were. Like, I didn't know.
2: Well, I felt like just an absolute idiot when I showed up and and I was doing it to be proactive because I was like, oh, my career's going to be crazy. I'm going to be on the road. Like, let me go get these eggs, make embryos with my husband so that I'll have like the pleasure of like getting pregnant whenever. And then I go in there and they're like, bitch, you should have done this 12 years ago. And I'm like, you Wait, don't what? know what you don't know until you're thrown in that situation. It was even like struggling with my dad dying. I'm like, oh, nobody tells you about the business of death you're planning a funeral. You have people come out of the woodwork looking for money. Like, yes. shit like that. you don't know what you don't know until you experience it. And I felt like, why is no one talking about this amongst women specifically? Like, I'm like, they sent me home with drugs. They told me I have no eggs. I, they juiced me up on testosterone for two months. Like what is happening? I felt like I was literally thrown to the wolves and I was not prepared for it. Mm-mm. Mm.
0: Your your bit on like how you were juiced up on testosterone mm-hmm. and how Dying. Like, I was done. I was done. You're like, I understand <laughs> now, man. I get yeah.
2: it. <laughs> I do. I mean, it's a bit in the show, but I, I say like being on testosterone because I had to put like testosterone gel on, right? So you're oh. are getting these like weird, like hairy patches. Yeah, because cause the whole thing is is when they're trying to juice you up to get as many eggs out. Um, they, I had low testosterone, so they had to juice me up because I'm like full estrogen. I'm like double woman. So they put me on all this testosterone (laughs) to balance my hormones. And I was just like, I felt crazy. Like I was growing facial hair, you know, you're angry, you're horny, you're just driving through uh, traffic with road rage. And you're like, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I need nuggets. You know, like, Stop it. It makes you like, I, I yeah. okay. I haven't
1: done my testing for this yet. So I hope yeah. my testosterone is like normal. Cause I'm already hairy as a fucking beast. Like yeah, I'm a bear. Same. I yeah. get wax every three weeks. So I can't imagine. I'm going to see that woman every week. No,
2: I'm praying yeah. for you that you won't have to be on the testosterone. And I, again, thought you just went in, you did the shots, and then you got these perfect eggs. But now that I am on the other side of it, and I'll probably have to do another round when I get a break from um, tour this Christmas, it's like, oh, shit, if you're going into it with low fertility, you're having to beef yourself up. So I just thought it was going to be easy, breezy, two weeks, get these eggs and bounce back. And then I didn't realize it was going to be like a four-month journey. It was insane.
0: Oh,
2: Oh my God. Yeah. And we only got one embryo out of it. So my husband and I, thank God, have this beautiful baby girl that's on ice somewhere. It's also it's, wild that like science can tell you the sex. Yeah, it's, it's pressing pause on this. Yes. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> like she's um, going to wait. She's on yeah, ice. She's on ice. Um, But it's wild. Like, you know, even the statistics of that, actually, if we go to implant that, that mm-hmm. working is less than like 40%. So I you know. think, okay, I'm getting older. I got to do this again so that I have other options in case it doesn't work out. It's really wild.
0: Oh, I mean, like science, wild, mind blown, but also like, damn, Mm -hmm. that's a lot.
2: That's a lot. And think about it when you're in your 20s, right? You spend your whole 20s in college or out of college trying not to get pregnant. Yes. you You don't know what you don't know. And the biggest takeaway I got from this Is I'm sitting in this fertility clinic, looking at all these other women who are a a full range of ages. And I'm like, none of us were prepared for this. And I really like, if I could advocate for anything, I'm like, we need to educate young women on not only how to not get pregnant, but on their fertility, how their hormones work, what is good for the female body. Like we just don't educate young women on how their body works.
1: But we know what Y equals MX plus B square means. Exactly okay (laughs) okay led astray i know that by heart okay i don't know how my fertility works but i know that like i had no idea of all this stuff i maybe the past two years by doing these podcasts with these amazing women like i've learned about like fertility issues i'm like this no one taught me this shit like i had no idea that my period if it's this color it's just gonna stray like i don't know yeah. You're like, oh, I just thought blood clots were normal. You yeah. I thought, like, I thought that was normal. I did not know, like you because if you turn 30, everything changes. Like you gotta start oh, doing yeah. like breast exams yourself. Like, you know, you're just it's just a lot of things that you don't know that you need to know. And I think, like you said, like as women or as people in general, we need to know about our bodies more instead of yeah. y equals mx plus b squared
2: yeah like listen why did i need to know chemistry i don't because i don't you know i'll still start a forest fire on accident. oh yeah i'm burning this
1: place down yeah burning <laughs> place
2: down. i don't know how
1: to. i don't girl please i don't know how to fucking chemistry
2: <laughs> i know i know i'm like teach me how to like fix an hvac like i really think there should be like those skills. are like
0: practical those are mm-hmm. practical skills you know what i had to teach myself how to change my car battery yeah there you go there you go YouTube. my dad said look you just need a 10 inch millimeter wrench you'll be just fine google it <laughs> yes
1: like I need some real stuff I need to figure out how to do my taxes correctly without me going to the going to the pen sharing showers with somebody like <laughs> I just know that I will go embezzling something if I don't know so yeah there's a lot of things we need to know but your comedy special it goes to the whole of life death future past and it's something that like I think is someone myself and Heather who love comedy like it was just like yeah. Me too. I get those. Mm-hmm. Like I feel everything, but who are your favorite comedians?
2: Well, obviously Joan Rivers was like one of the reasons Iconic. I got into gun. Iconic. Love she it. was saying the shit that nobody no one was saying, no one was saying, and I loved her. And I just, uh, I just adore her. I mean, there's so many badass women specifically that I adore. Um, I just watched Michelle Wolf's new special. So mm-hmm. funny. I love Ali Wong, Wanda Sykes. Okay. I've worked with her before she and I are about to host. In a couple of weeks, Jane Fonda's 86th birthday together. Like, they're cool women right, in the biz. I
0: saw, I saw that, and I was like, "How yeah. Was fun!"
2: Yeah, Fonda's <laughs> like the coolest. There's and and like Whitney Cummings has been really kind to of me. Yeah, there's you know, and I'm kind of a little bit of a rookie in the biz. Like I, because um, I am based out of now Atlanta, I kind of tour and do my own thing, and then I get to run into these women and these fabulous Hollywood settings. But they don't necessarily, I, I don't see them every day. So I'm yeah. kind of the rookie coming into it. But so many of these badass bitches have been just so kind to me and giving me great sage advice, and that's one of the reasons why I shot the special on my own and then went and sold it um, to Netflix because I didn't want to wait. When he good, comes, like, she was like, "Go do it." She goes, "Don't ask for permission. Go shoot it, and then you take it out and and it, it got sold immediately. We were like, "Oh shit," you know,
1: because it's, it's that fucking good. First of all, so you got on yourself. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And also just speaking towards the business part of that too, there's so many people who have kind of taken that, that on, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I'm just going to shoot it and then we'll figure it out after that.
2: And that is what, the way I've always been in my career. Um, and I always just like, oh, I'm just going to do it. I heard something great the other day. It was like, you never regret the things you didn't do. Or so you never regret the things you did do. You only regret the things you didn't do. And All if it day. doesn't scare you, then it's not challenging enough. And so that's yeah. kind of what I'm like, I'm like, just do it. Just do it. Like it, you know, it should scare you. If you're not walking into something, whether it's your career personal, whatever, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Then you're not living you're not living, right?
1: You know what? You should really host since you said the housewives earlier. Yeah. I think you should really host a reunion. We need you in a reunion. Oh, There's been some trash. Oh my
2: god. It's been I some trash. I would die. I would just not watch What Happens Live last I week. I know. I know. I watched. I watch, I watch that I felt, show every
1: every day. Yeah. I, I felt like Andy
2: was like, he he was like, come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he, he seemed like he needed a cocktail. You know? He, was,
1: just... he was, he could tell us, give me a little break. He needed a break. <laughs> I think he's been stressed out a little too much recently. That that Vanity Fair article coming
2: out soon, he is stressed. Yeah, he's stressed. He's stressed. <laughs> i mean i'm obsessed with the housewives but it was so funny like you know i'm meeting this woman monica backstage and she couldn't have been kinder and so nice and i've met a ton of these other housewives oh, no, out, out and about in the real world but they're literally just as you see them on tv that is really? exactly who they are yeah like really? sonia and ramona are exactly what you see on tv they're cuckoo they're great Well, look, look, look and that scares me at the same point i'm like in real life yeah in real life Um, you know, I've met Portia from Atlanta, she is everything. I've met that, I've just met everybody. I'm like, they're all what's your favorite? What's your favorite franchise?
1: And we're on a rate rate them like from top to lowest, and we won't judge. Because Heather is so like, oh, the other Heather, yeah. my Heather mm-hmm. over there does not watch Housewives. She's a normal person. I,
0: I get so I don't watch reality TV. The only reality TV I watch is what Chauncey tells me to watch because mm-hmm. she's like, you're going to enjoy this. You yes. Need to watch this. I'm a commissar. <laughs> OK, so go
2: from the top to the bottom. You also have a much uh, healthier work life balance than if you're not watching <laughs> yes. Housewives every day. Yes. M- my top is old school New York. This new season in yes. New York is trash. It's so boring. Trash, 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 trash. Um, it is old school, New York, then Beverly Hills then orange County, then Salt Lake city, then Potomac. Um, I mean, I love Atlanta, but I miss old Nene. school. I miss Nini. You know, I need old school. I need Kim Nene. and Sheree and Nini. Yes.
1: The me. trio, the trio. Yeah.
2: Um, I love Miami. Who else yes. am I missing? Am I missing anybody? I think that's it.
1: I think you got all the the hot ones. Oh, New yeah. Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, well, the old New Jersey, of course. Old so New I was Jersey. like, yeah, old yeah. New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. See? I I'm had New to see. ask. I had to ask. Yeah.
0: Well, Chauncey, now we got to know yours. Or at least some of yours. Oh, we
1: basically said everything. Like, I love old New York. I love old Jersey. And I love mm-hmm. old Atlanta. And Beverly Hills. Like, there's some iconic moments there I can't get away from. Like, I have some staples in my mind.
2: Mm-hmm. And hmm And there, I mean, my favorite scene, I think, of any scene was uh, from the Orange County when Vicki Gumbelson is leaving for her like Cabo vacation and she's screaming at her ex-husband she's like you only ordered a family van we have 25 bags and eight people and it's like just taxi van shows up and she was like where is the Mercedes Sprinter van and that to me I yell that at my husband all the time now we'll just be like going to Costco and I'm like you only had a family van and he's like (laughs) what are you Fucking talking no, about. But if you watch Housewives, you always quote the same stuff in
1: public. Yeah. I'll say close your legs to marry men to people. I'll tell like, close your legs to marry men. And no one's about how he beats you. No know one's about how he hurts you. I'll yeah. say
2: things to people all the time
1: just yeah. to see if they catch on. I'm like, oh, they watch the Housewives. But yeah.
2: My favorite thing is to quote the the infamous N- Nene Leaks is I just walk into a place and I go, welcome to the ghetto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and anytime I see a white, I'm like, oh, a white refrigerator. Oh, honey, pack your bags. We're gonna get you a home. Anytime I was looking for apartments, I'm like, oh, it was it's a white refrigerator. I was like, ooh, pack your bags. So like- pack your
2: bags. I saw this great thing on TikTok right before I jumped on here. This lovely gal, I don't know where she lives, but she has like a perfect um, portrait wall, right? Of course. Like a, sorry, gallery wall. And it's black and white frames. And you. yes, it's well, really
1: different like, quotes of like of Nini leaks. It's only <laughs> yeah. Nini leaks quotes. I'm obsessed. I saved it. I was like, I'm gonna have to get it to my house too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, like you're just amazing. You're no, just y'all amazing. Are so sweet. Y'all are so oh sweet.
0: Gosh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So before we wrap this up, tell us you're working on new stuff. You hinted. Tell us. It a time, so what's happening?
2: You're on tour. What's going on? So it's really wild how all this stuff works, like the schedule. So I shot my special a year ago. So that was material for my old tour. It came out last week, but I'm on tour and I'm about to shoot the next special in like three weeks. So I've been promoting this baby that I worked on for years and now I'm already on to the next one. Like, it's really crazy. crazy. So you're always like nine months ahead. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm doing shows. uh, I've got a huge show in LA. I'm this. I've got a couple shows left before you shoot the special. So I'm doing Tampa this weekend and Fort Lauderdale. And then I have a huge show November 4th at the Pantagen Theater in LA. And then I'm shooting the special. Oh my God, special.
0: Chauncey's going to have to fly it out. Chauncey's in the I Bay will Area. Fly it out. I'm I in down
2: Come down, come down. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, if like if I'm gonna, able to. Yeah, I'm yeah. going
1: to. I so I would love to see you stand up. Do you ever go to the Bay Area for stand-ups yet? I did uh, two shows at the
2: Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco. I go there yeah. all the time. Yeah. If yeah. You, yeah okay, we're going to have to see you live because I think yeah. I'll have the best time. Come see me we're gonna add some more shows i'm sure in the spring but um i'm literally on like the tail end i've been on the road since august so now yeah. we're about to shoot the special since august of last year with what? this tour yeah it's been crazy yeah Wait, oh, i'm tired crazy. i'm very tired okay and you host a podcast too Yep, I have a a podcast called the Absolutely Not Podcast. And I basically (laughs) say it's like a safe space for people to call in and bitch. So I have a hotline and people can call in with with whatever absolutely not they have. And sometimes they're absolutely yeses. Some people are like, hey, I just finished my last round of chemo. I'm in remission. We're like, absolutely yes. But then some people call and they're like, I was doing chemo the other day and a woman next to me was eating a foot long subway sandwich and I thought I was going to kill her. And I'm like, okay, no. Like I'll go on a rant about stuff.
1: I have yeah. to listen now because, like, I love Wisdom yeah. podcasts. I think it'll be a break for my murder podcasts, which would probably be great for mm-hmm. my own all for mental, health. mental health.
0: So, it's yes. Okay. I know I'm, I'm in those too. I'm in those deep. It's not good.
1: Yeah. But no, the
2: murder ones, I'm already like, I will, I'll watch the first 48, but I can't do like crime junkies because then I'm alone in my own thoughts in my car and I'm skeeting around (laughs) going to Costco. Like, this is it. I'm going to die today. You know, I can't do it. I just can't. I, I'm having to do this thing for press next week. And I'm going to, they're having a camera crew, follow me around all the different, um, haunted houses at universal studios and i'm going like alone with the camera crew i need you to know like i don't even watch scary movies because i'm such a little baby back bitch and i am shitting myself about it when is this coming so out I when this, this
1: is coming out we this. want to watch it When is this
2: coming out it'll be on entertainment tonight sometime next week and i'm literally like i'm shooting it on monday and i'm like i am so scared i am so we scared. have to you have to let us know when it's
1: i will i we will have to, we have to promote it for you because this is fucking comedy <laughs> Like, yeah,
2: like I'll be walking around going, you know, like I, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Like I will be pulling out <laughs> the Praise holy Lord. water. I'm not letting the demonic spirits get me, you know? Okay. Before
1: okay. So I have a question. What yeah. is when you knew you wanted to be a comedian when you're a senior, when you're a mm. junior roasting the singers When did you feel like you the made it moment? Like you made it.
2: Mm. Mm. Good question.
1: Sometimes I have some um, good questions. Sometimes. Yeah, okay. Sometimes
2: through. you got sometimes you got the good ones. Sometimes. Um, I will say when, um, I'll tell you what, there are a couple like television moments that pop out to me, but really when I felt like I had made it in standup, I sold out the Chicago theater and I, to walk out on that stage at the time, it was like the biggest audience I'd performed for. And at the time I walk out and I think it was like 4,000 people. And it was like insane. I was like the Chicago theater is like an iconic yes, yeah. theater. And I just went back there and had the most insane show again. And I'm just like, this is Playing these really cool theaters is insane, and then I did Radio City and sold it out in June. And walking into Radio City, I was like, I shouldn't be here. I mean, I still have imposter syndrome. More, I'm like, they, they don't do Does they know they're coming away? to see me. Does I don't think so. No,
1: my therapist says it won't, so it's fine.
2: Listen, maybe when I get a yacht or like a private jet, I'll be like, I have arrived. But I still live <laughs> with my mom, so let's stay humble.
1: Let's 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 keep it to ourselves. But yeah. no, that's a, that's a moment like those right those moments will always stay with you. Yeah and okay rapid fire questions real quick are you ready Ready for it Uh okay heather do you have some let me start Uh,
0: okay so if you were going to pick these are like ridiculous questions too so if you were going to pick dating in well you're already married so i would say go back dating in la versus dating in atlanta from what you've heard what's worse yes
2: I would still pick dating in Atlanta um, because the guys in LA are just far too self-absorbed. I don't need anybody who has a better skincare regimen than me. Um, you know what I mean? I don't need somebody who's like living off their dad's Bitcoin. I need somebody <laughs> from Atlanta who like, I mean, even if they're rich, like at least I know like if their dad lives off West Paces Ferry, I know where to get like the trust fund money from. You yeah. Know what it's I mean? like
1: not a Bitcoin that you got to find through some kind of like
2: lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. No, point. it's like oil NFT.
1: money. Yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. oil money when you see it. I have to look for NFT somewhere. I get it's it. It's a commodity. Like
2: it's a true commodity. You yeah, know, it's a
1: true scam. It's a scammer of the scammers. Yeah. okay It's an easy scam goddess. That's how yeah. scammy it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you had to pick your dream co star for your first movie role, who would it be?
2: Ooh, my dream co star. Well, I'll tell you what, any of the iconic women from SNL in the early yes. days, like I'm talking like Rachel Dratch, Maya Rudolph, Amy oh, Poehler, the, the Wiig, yes. like, yeah, I mean, if I got to do something with like Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler, that would be, I just really want a threesome, you know what I mean? Yes. And I <laughs> understand
1: that. Okay. Okay. So what memoir would you want to read? There's a lot of memoirs coming out.
2: Mm. Ooh. You know, I'll tell you, I did just read Paris Hilton's memoir. How and was, was- that? It was wild. You guys got to read it. I really felt like I truly understand her now. And I had completely yeah. misjudged her. The world has misjudged. I think her. we all have. We all have. I was really surprised by like the rehabilitation camp that she went yes! to. Like that was the wilderness shit. It was, she was basically abused I for watched, like most,
0: many years. Yeah. I watched, I watched the, her the documentary. Thing on her it documentary was wild. was wild. And I was like, dang. Okay. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I misjudged you entirely. Yes. Yeah
1: okay question who who's your big who's the biggest celebrity that reached out to you say how much they love your work
2: oh my gosh well uh pretty wild jennifer lawrence uh called me one day and then she just showed up at my house <laughs> we're friends but she uh, we're well, just friends. Friends. with jennifer lawrence no big deal no big deal i'm just, just from jennifer lawrence i mean if you're if you're looking for just like an actual like jaw-dropping name drop it would be yes. her she's won an oscar but oh, yeah. um one of my favorite
1: movies that she made yes
2: yeah she has a great sense of humor and so um she came and stayed at my house for a weekend and we had a blast and she's been so kind and like very encouraging about everything in the biz so she also like tells me you know what's actually going on
1: the real the real shit that we don't know Exactly behind the scenes shit that we'll never know to the public, but we all kind of know, but we don't know.
2: Or just she just like don't do that, do this. She just you know so a we, kind friend and just helping me. Not like where the Illuminati lives because I don't. Oh, think well, we're, I don't you know. About to, know that's, no, I don't, I don't know. We're not
0: about to start that rumor, y'all. I do not want that, that rumor. rumor.
2: No, no, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. 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 But she's nope. just cool. Nope. She's got a great sense of humor, and she started listening to my podcast and reached out, and we you know we became friends. So I guess that's the biggest name. I don't know.
1: Okay, real question. You're a millennial. We know you are. Yep. Backstreet Boys are in sync,
2: in sync. But can I be honest with you? Yes, we both of those Spice Girls.
1: Oh well, duh. 100 oh,
2: yeah.
0: percent. Yeah, come 100%. on now, come on now. Yeah.
2: I'm a millennial to the fullest. Did you okay. have a
0: favorite in sync person?
2: Um. Okay, I will be honest with you. I thought all of them were not that cute. So I guess JT. I didn't find even Backstreet Boys. They did nothing for me growing up. I was like diehard ginger spice, Spice Girls. Like I went to Spice Girls concert as my first concert. So I remember when all these other girls were fanning and fawning over them. I was like, they're not that cute guys. Like they really weren't that cute. But if I had to pick one, it was old school Justin Timberlake, I, you know? Thank you. Thank you. Even though Joey Fatone is more my type, you know? Yeah. But still we all <laughs> have that type that we know we can't
1: have, but we just want it for the one time. Exactly. Want it for
0: the one time. See?
1: For the one time. Yeah. Oh now. This is my. Okay. One-
0: this is last great. and final question because you guys talk about reality tv and the housewives mm-hmm. if you could be placed in a perfect scenario which franchise with what people
1: in your dream cast you can make your dream cast
2: my dream cast would be oh i'm, I'm picking everybody they can be from different cities yeah let's try that no we like you let's do it let's do it okay like. let's do it it'd be kim zolciak she, uh, Sheree Whitfield. She by Sheree, yes. She by Sheree. Um, it would be Sonia Morgan. It would be Erica Jane. Yes. And it would be Vicky gumbelson See? Mm-hmm. In what in what city? Um, oh, we would be in like Salt Lake City. Just oh. so we could like be in fabulous like snow bunny outfits. Because I like can't the thought of being in a bikini next to those women in Cabo like stresses me the fuck out. <laughs> sorry i'm dying
0: (laughs) oh my god this is a great podcast okay so where can people find you follow
2: you do all those talk
1: you all those great things
2: listen you can find me on tiktok instagram all that at heather k like kardashian mcmahon and um you can find me my podcast called absolutely not everywhere it streams everywhere and um you can get come see me on the road at
0: heatherontour.com get tickets while you can Oh my God. Thank you so Love much this. for joining us, Heather. That was such Y'all a the time. That was so laugh. fun. I enjoy it. And until next time, Slay Nation, gotcha. thank you so much for listening. Thanks for having me, girls.